0: Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with.
1: Yep, we'd like to talk to you about education through music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence.
0: Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So, we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So, we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast.
1: Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org backslash boozicals again that's give.etmonline.org backslash boozicals and yeah you can really uh help these kids if that's what you're into support the youths well, shut, shut up, up. That's, don't, <laughs> don't don't patronize me really. okay uh, i don't need you enjoy judgment. the episode i'm done with this. <laughs> Stop just staring at me. Say something. No. Welcome back to musicals,
0: everyone. Hey.
1: <laughs> do you not have your phone silenced? I'm
0: sorry. You don't
1: sound sorry. I'm
0: not. I, I do the editing, so it's fine. Keep it in. No.
1: The, they need to know you're
0: shame. The world needs to know. <laughs> um, Cheers? Yeah, but how are you doing? This? Oh, oh, okay. I mean, I was gonna like actually try to, you know, have a conversation once. with my friend. Um,
1: it's not like we've spent every day together since. You we haven't
0: spent every minute of every day together, though.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why do you say that so happily?
1: Mm. Um, I'm doing all right. It's gonna be a long night, Raven.
0: Indeed, it is. Uh, for many reasons. One um,
1: being, it's currently 9 p.m.,
0: and we are just starting.
1: And we have a lot of work to do after this. So, cheers. Cheers.
0: Ooh. I like that.
1: I like that too. Before we talk about it, what music have you been listening to recently?
0: So, um, for the, like, little bit that I was not actively in your presence, um, I, when I was driving to work, um... I for some reason felt like listening to my melancholy playlist. I haven't actually been sad recently, um, but because
1: I would have taken that personally. Yeah.
0: Um, but I just I felt like singing the songs, like singing the type yeah. of music that I yeah. have on my melancholy playlist. Give
1: me some examples that's on the playlist.
0: Um, so there's "Made to Love You" by Dan Owen, which mm-hmm. I think is a really great song. Mm-hmm. There's also the acoustic version of uh shake it off or shake it out by florence and the machine
1: Mm. um
0: which i just love her voice it's so beautiful it's It's amazing um and there's also a lot of adele which got me onto an adele kick because i was singing one of her songs i was just like i have not listened to adele in a hot minute so um then i just like like threw her albums on shuffle and was just singing my heart out and it's it was great it was a great time what about you campbell
1: um, uh, I've been listening to a lot of the album Good News by Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm.
0: Indeed, you have.
1: Um, what else? I mean, I've been listening to that, like, a lot. Um, <laughs> um our wonderful sound mixer and friend told us to listen to this one band called... Avlov. Avlov. yes you
0: heard that correctly
1: Avlov super good yeah definitely worth the 3am drunk call about it for from sure. him.
0: Uh, The which one Campbell <laughs> uh,
1: the, the, the third one is when he got that point across um thanks for mixing this Trevor <laughs>
0: oh it's gonna be fun when he hears that
1: <laughs> yeah um so I would say yeah I mean I've been listening to a lot of random stuff but I feel like mainly those two things
0: yeah very different Yes. Very, very different. Um, would,
1: oh, also, um, Happy Easter.
0: <laughs> happy Easter. This will,
1: Listeners, this will be our one and only
0: Easter special. I think we could find other musicals. But sh- should we?
1: The reason this is our Easter special is because we want to do this musical, and it would be funny to do it for this.
0: Oh, I, w- I went the other way around. I was like, I want to do an Easter special, and the only thing I can think of is Jesus Christ Superstar.
1: <laughs> Spoiler. We watched <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs>
0: I assume they saw the title.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um I I I think I think this this will be the one. Raven. <laughs> okay. We could pick some random other holidays. Maybe only- they'll make a Broadway show of uh, the Disney Channel original movie Luck of the Irish. Because if so, we can do it.
0: Is that Easter related?
1: St. Patrick's Day. I'm picking out the holidays.
0: Uh, gotcha. What if... Ooh, oh, no. That's not...
1: No, say it. So Does I... the Lorax have a movie, a musical? Because if so, we could do that for Arbor, Arbor Day. Day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the movie is a musical. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I forgot for a second um, what we do on this podcast and the fact that we review musicals. And I was just like, "Oh, for President's Day, we could just do the movie President's Day." And I was like, "That is an action film."
1: <laughs> what What is was this podcast called, Raven? Say it, say it, say it for me, please. Just Bo-
0: boozicals.
1: Okay, so we got the booze.
0: <laughs> what is the other part of it? It's Truly just... couldn't tell you. No. Action films.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, action films. Booze <laughs> um, action. Um, I was trying to do like action fails, like ales, so we oh, review bad action movies and get drunk for that,
0: that. Actually, sounds once we yeah, F A
1: L E S.
0: Once we in like five years run out of musicals, I think that's the direction we take this podcast. Okay,
1: in. I, at this point, this is trademarked. Trademark. <laughs> now it's legal. Um, action yeah. fails, um, and we just drink different kinds of beer.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you could also mix in. um... Nope okay
1: it's my podcast i can do what i want to hyphen miley cyrus
0: <laughs> anyway so the musical that we are talking about today is as we've said already uh Jesus. You, you said already yep uh oh, just kidding uh, <laughs> i did <do> too <laughs> jesus christ superstar um and
1: which version there's many we
0: are there are many versions we are doing because right,
1: the- i told you <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> Wow. I'm feeling feisty.
0: <laughs> we are doing the live stage concert starring John Legend as Jesus, the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, I shouldn't say that. It's my religion. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, it's going to be great. But the drink that we are drinking as part of this, it was very difficult to come up with a christian and or bible inspired cocktail that's not offensive i'm sure listeners you can guess why (laughs) um if not got a a couple bible copies i could lend to you but um
1: don't do that (laughs) (laughs) no i i know
0: um but the i did manage to find this really cool website called holy spirits cocktails for catholics and on that I found this little gym called The Blushing Angel, um, which I, you know, spiced up a little bit. I altered We could have just
1: drank communion wine.
0: I feel like that would have just been wrong. It would have been. <laughs> I would have felt damned for eternity if I had no. done that. Um, also, Baptists don't drink actual wine. We drink grape juice. Um, that's just Catholics. But it's not just Catholics. But... Um, can yeah, I- so the drink that we are drinking is this fun little drink called a blushing angel. Um, and- you ain't no angel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not. Um, Let's now it's list raven good. sins. <laughs> That's Sin number
1: be- one, pride.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say existing. That's so rude. <laughs> Sin
1: like- number two, Self hate.
0: <laughs> uh, sip. Lust. <laughs> are, you are you just listening to seven deadly sins? Mm-mm. Quick pop quiz: What are the seven deadly sins?
1: Okay, um, sin. No, I know you. Don't. Pride.
0: <laughs> Do you say sin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the sins are pride, okay. uh, lust, wrath, um, sloth, envy, greed. Uh, I'm missing... That's seven.
0: No, because you counted seven uh, as one. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> on
1: my finger. And then I lied about it. And then I still counted on my hands. There's um,
0: another G hmm. one. I was getting oh, there. No, I, I know it. Because
1: I was going through the characters of Full Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Wow. <laughs> um, gluttony. Indeed. Um, out of them, what is your favorite character in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood?
0: A show I've never watched. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gluttony
1: <laughs> mine is uh wrath
0: interesting uh
1: um i may be referring to jesus christ as jebus heads up it's not on purpose <laughs> um homer's i had a bible that had typo Wait, in it. it's not
0: on purpose but you're saying it ahead of time
1: i'm just gonna say i know it's gonna happen oh gotcha. it's not on purpose gotcha homer simpson beloved television father To all. Just three kids. Um, (laughs) Had like a a Bible that like had a typo in it. And he would like every time he's like, help me Jesus. He's like, he always says, help me Jeebus. (laughs) And it's comedy gold. (laughs) Continue with the podcast, please. Yes. Moving Um, on from all the television I was just talking about.
0: It's fine. I mean, I kind of led the path down there anyway. Um, yeah, so a little bit of background um, for this... Jesus. <laughs> for this story. Um, again, see Bible, comma, the... Uh, well, technically, comma, the holy. But, um, but yeah, so the background for the story. like, So Jesus Christ Superstar is a 1970s rock opera that... Uh, basically, f- like, kind of tells the story of Jesus's crucifixion, uh, and the week leading up to, and it. and the week leading up to it. So when you kind of come into the story, it's already like well. So into- technically,
1: not an Easter story.
0: That's true, technically but it Easter. has Jesus,
1: and it's, it's, it's reference
0: prelude to Easter. Alice
1: Cooper referenced it.
0: We could we could release it on Good Friday. Mm it's a it's a good friday special not an easter special
1: yeah uh,
0: or ash wednesday no that's worse um that's also completely that, different i don't
1: and also that's like over a month before easter
0: yes you are correct uh again bad christian um what was i saying oh yeah background for the story um so yeah so when you when you come into the story and come into the musical um jesus is already well into like traveling and spreading his teachings and um, he already pretty much has like all 12 of his disciples Um, and you mostly just come into the story once um, people in various like quote-unquote government officials um, have begun getting very mm, restless about Jesus's like status and like how much people like Following. following him and stuff like that um, and so you see, like, the plotting for basically his downfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then.
1: Y'all are plotting for my downfall. Brittany Broski said that in a TikTok. <laughs> Kombucha girl. So that's fun. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And so we see, like, the plotting for his downfall, the betrayal, the Last Supper, and then f- finally with the crucifixion. A um, spoiler. It happened 3,000 years ago. 2,000? I don't remember. I'm a bad Christian. Um, When when was Jesus born? um, Raven. Mother, (laughs) don't listen to this episode. (laughs) Stop now. Raven. (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, Great. Um, Any more background you want to talk about? No. You want to talk about, like, maybe there was a movie and then there was a live concert and what year, any of that. I'm giving you the opportunity (laughs) to now, Raven.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, so, um, Jesus Christ Superstar uh, was, again, like a 1970 rock opera that has honestly become... I would almost say like a cult classic. Like it's become incredibly popular and it's had a ton of different productions. So um, there was the original 1970 concept album and then it debuted on Broadway in 1971, on the West End in 1972. And then from there, it went through a bunch of different tours and productions and um, stage plays and everything between 1977 and the, you know, late 2010s and then and there was also a movie of it that was made um i'm actually not sure what year that was the
1: movie i don't remember either
0: doesn't matter um and then there was uh the version that we are going to be talking about today is the live and concert version, which was originally produced and broadcast um in 2018. On Easter and Sunday. On Easter, and then it was rebroadcast again on Easter in 2020. Um and this is
1: When this comes out, it won't be 2020 anymore. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Nice. Okay. Um <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, so this this is um, a very honestly kind of popular story and telling of <laughs>
1: how popular. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like out of all jokes about religion, I could make that was, that was a, that was a fine one.
0: Oh yeah. Um,
1: don't glare at me.
0: She did it again. <laughs>
1: she done done it again. She
0: done done it. Um, yeah, let's, let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Sure. So first, first off. off,
1: and foremost, off, because it's first and foremost. But we said first off, so I thought we should add
0: off to foremost. Nope. That was a decision you made all on your own. Don't don't put that on me.
1: Sick guitar. was my first note um and the stage is so cool because i'm i'm so glad we watched this version as opposed to the movie because uh, i mean access to like movies are just way easier um and a lot of people like obviously have seen those as opposed to like stage productions but you just miss out so much the stage huge
0: yes and so like it's so perfectly laid out Um, In the sense that, like, there's a lot going on, but because the stage itself never really changes much, there's not a ton of, like, props and stuff, so you really focus a lot more on the story and the characters and the actors and dancers themselves.
1: Yeah. And so we start off with the Overture, overture, and this woman is just shredding.
0: Shredding. And
1: also, can we... I think it's so fun for, like, a lot of the, you know, um, musicals, musical theater, uh, theater in general... Um That the the costuming is like you know really well thought out developed. Yeah. This is too, but it's super fun.
0: Yeah. So like it's very punk. adult hot topic.
1: Just punk. Adult, adult hot topic. Hot to- <laughs> wait wait. There's there's a. <laughs> no
0: adult hot topic no that's what i said it's just
1: rock and roll
0: that's the story i'm sticking to it
1: rock and roll adult hot topic wow wow i saw i did not see any jack skeleton (laughs) apparel raven um anyway so you are incorrect
0: there's a lot of like you know shredded denim Mm -hmm. worn leather which i that's just like it's not my aesthetic, because I feel like I can't really pull that look off, do you but prefer, like, it's the do aesthetic pref- I like.
1: Okay. Do you do you prefer, um, for like clothing, um, denim or leather?
0: Denim, all the way. Same. I love a good leather jacket, but I-, I
1: love I, me a good jean jacket.
0: I, so I actively do wear Do you want to get denim, matching,
1: um, matching um, acid wash jeans and tie-dye? I thought you were
0: going to say matching denim jackets. I was like, Camel, we already have that. Yeah. But, um- But yeah, striking guitar stage Mm -hmm. is dope.
1: Yeah, because okay, so there's it's like really vast. Um, There's a bunch of like risers in the back, very industrial looking. Yeah, and then there is um, kind of this
0: the step up to the wall.
1: Step up to the wall, but I was talking about though. I was going to talk about the wall itself. Oh, gotcha. Um, It's It's
0: way bigger than it seems at first.
1: Way bigger than it seems, and it's very much. Um try and think of the artist's name. Banksy? No.
0: I was thinking just graffiti or like Oh no, I was talking
1: about art. the the religious artwork and. Depictions. Oh, the religious
0: iconography. Um ooh, ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm not going to be thinking. I I don't know what I'm thinking. I got I was I was confused with Lorenzo Ghiberti. Um it starts with a g i read a book about him but anyway it's very go to a church a cathedral that's the art you see in
0: yes very well done yeah like in in terms like it it it's not it doesn't just feel like they're trying to copy it it is actually evoking that sort of um imagery yeah and, and feeling
1: um and it's huge
0: freaking massive yeah like, like at, at, at the beginning, you kind of just think it's this, like, short walls, like, you know, standard size for a stage. And then the further you go into the movie, you're just like, oh, oh, no, they mm. really went in with this. Yeah,
1: and then there's a giant long table that then um, the ensemble um, starts, like, dismantling and moving around yeah. while they're dancing and pretty much just, like, rocking out. They like light a torch, like like a fire pit kind of situation. Spray painting Jesus on a wall, you know, it's it's fun.
0: Can we talk about? I was having a good time. The violinists slash the whole last quartet when they came
1: out, just just rocking out, acting perfect, not a fool. My that is we.
0: God, I literally just wrote down like this is sick, and. Oh that's no! This so overture right. and like
1: everything that's going on is sick as fuck. Yeah, and that's yeah. the technical term.
0: It's so awesome. Um, and then they start like spray painting Jesus on the on the oh, wall. and the
1: dancing. You know that that meme of the it's like kind of an underpass, and then there's like a bunch of goth people like dancing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what that's this was. That's the dancing. <laughs> that's but it. it's amazing. That's it's the so tweet. it like it doesn't feel com- comical or cringy. It's just like. This matches. I mean, the I tongue. didn't think
1: the meme was comical or cringy either. I'm just like, damn they're having a good time. Oh, no, I think the meme and then is you've hilarious. like put different music on top of it, like the one I saw more recently was oh, All I Want We're for Christmas to St- You, Mariah <laughs> Gary. Yes. Um Yeah, but that's that's the vibe. That's yeah. that's the scene that has been set. And then
0: it's really cool because the music turns from these like, you know, power chords and like mm-hmm. guitar riffing to this. Still, still on the guitar, which is a very interesting tone, but it's almost like a lilting sort of melody, but still played like in almost a riff style on a electric yeah. guitar.
1: It's like, I don't know, it's just a really fun mix up of different musical genres. Yes. Um, like my, Executed so well. Oh, yeah. And it's like things like that are, are like trying to look at one thing in another perspective. A fun question that I like to ask a lot of my friends and strangers I just meet or um which song um describes you as a person what instrument would it be played on yeah Um, because it really matters yeah what was yours raven
0: mine was um i don't know if this would still apply i think so though um at the time that you originally asked me mine was perfect by or fucking perfect by pink played on the cello
1: yeah and mine was unwell by matchbox 20 played on the bassoon yeah and i think it it all fits
0: makes sense and I and I think that's something that I really cuz I I never seen Jesus Christ Superstar before. Same. Um I recently saw a clip from it, but before that I never seen anything from it. And before when I just kind of like heard about it, I didn't really know how to feel about it or anything like that because I I don't know, just like especially being raised very devoutly Baptist, um I was like, oh, like, I don't know what kind of feel this is going to have, like if it's going to be more, like, satirical and stuff like that. But at least this particular version of it, at no point did I feel like it was mocking or, like, making light of or anything. It was truly just telling the story in a different light in a way that I found incredibly insightful and entertaining, especially, uh, and we'll definitely get into it when we get there, but, like, the way they portrayed... Um, like Mary Magdalene, like Judas, and like their relationships with Jesus and stuff like that. I just thought it was a very, just a very interesting take on the whole story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, during this musical transition in yep. the overture, blinding lights. I wonder what the electric bill was for this performance. I can only like, imagine. Especially the lights are
0: killing it. Yeah,
1: and at the very end. When he like dies, um spoiler, um <laughs> Jesus dies. Um what's the wattage on those bulbs?
0: I do it's gotta be at least a terawatt.
1: I'm glad you gave me an actual like You're thing. Welcome. I, I you would've know what I
0: did, I gave you a fucking unit of measurement.
1: I would have accepted any answer and I'd be like, Yeah, I can see that. I see that <laughs> for you. I see that for Jesus is would have been my response. Cause you know what? I'm just trying to have fun, Raven. Anywho.
0: Nope. Um, um, so, so then, then, then
1: uh, the, the Cuban form of Aslan from um, <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia, comes. and or Gandalf, or and or Gandalf. Um, I like. I, I read. A, I read a tweet some some time ago um, that said that Aslan is the persona of Jesus, and I hated it.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not. Entirely incorrect, technically, canonically, with the uh, Chronicles Narnia. In the lore. In the
1: lore. In the lore. In the sacred texts by C.S. <laughs> S- S- text by by Lewis. S- um, but S- anyway, human Aslan yes. comes, and it's none other than um, John Legend, which he's pretty cool. Um, he also... I, was he an executive producer for this, I believe?
0: Yes, he was a producer.
1: He was also just, like, other... If um, you no, he wasn't. He wasn't?
0: He wasn't an executive producer, at least.
1: Oh, okay. I thought he had a producing credit for this.
0: He probably does, but not an executive one. Oh. Oh, wait, no, he does! Why didn't they list him up here? Was he not important enough?
1: Okay, whatever. Uh, he was only, you know, the star of the show. The star of the show. Yeah. Um, so, like, if you don't know who John Legend is, just go and... Chrissy Teigen's Twitter. You'll figure it out real mm-hmm. quick soon. Um, he was also a producer and um, was one of the characters in La La Land, something we should yes. be doing soon, because that's kind of how it started this whole musical drinking thing Honestly. for us. Um, he's been like pretty much himself in a lot of TV shows. The Simpsons, This Is Us. Because he's
0: just one of those celebrities. So yeah, like-
1: master of none.
0: <laughs> the man, oh. the myth, the legend.
1: That was going to be my joke at the very end.
0: Oh, are you serious? Yeah,
1: I know. It was going to be different. Oh. If you want to cut out those other times you said the man that the legend, <laughs> I'd really be doing me a solid.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. So I mean, also he's just like a fantastic music artist. He's like singing yes. on like tracks with Jay Z, Alicia Keys. Um, he has like I mean, albums "Love in the Future," uh, once again uh, a legendary Christmas, which is one of the best Christmas albums I've ever heard. So good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, Bigger Love. Uh, he's a coach on The Voice. Um, and he's also a producer for the uh, holiday movie Jingle Jangle. Have you seen it?
0: I've not seen it yet. Okay.
1: At this time, when this when this comes out, Raven will have seen it because it's December for us. And I'm going to make her watch it later this week. Um, yeah. So, John Legend. Cool as
0: heck. Yep. Because we can't say. Hell. H-Double Hockey Sticks. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I also like, I mean... I feel like this was a fairly obvious wardrobe choice, but it's still really cool. Um, I like how he's wearing all like light gray and like mm. whites. No. Um, and to purposely contrast with like the very dark, mm-hmm. um, mostly black, but also there's like some dark greens, uh, mm. charcoals in there no. um, that the rest of the ensemble is wearing. Um, and then the bright-ass red that Judas is rocking. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: So G- Jesus is just kind of, you know, walking around. Looking cozy as fuck. Yep. Um, and the, yeah. And the music is very rock angelic. And yep. then we get to the song uh, Heaven on Their Minds with um, Judas.
0: Mm-hmm. My um, first note that I have this play my... for this song oh God. is. Uh, oh, sorry. No. Go
1: ahead. You were talking first.
0: Well, technically, you were continuing what you had already been saying.
1: I hesitated, and that makes me weak. Continue, Raven. <laughs>
0: Um, the first note that I have for this song is just frantic moshing.
1: It was some frantic moshing. <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, parentheses, religious context.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Um, what's your favorite Christian rock band?
0: Ooh, okay. So it's, well, not Christian rock band. No. Yeah. I don't listen to a lot of those, so it's either going to be Skillet or... There is actually this other group. I don't know if they're classified as a rock band or not, but there's this other group that one of my friends recently introduced me to called For King and Country, Mm -hmm. who do fantastic covers of like Christmas songs and stuff like that, like Little Drummer Boy and like stuff like that. And I think they're like they're rocky. I don't know if they classify themselves as rock, but they're pretty awesome.
1: Mine is the fictional one from South Park, started by Eric Cartman to make a bunch of money. Anywho, (laughs) uh, Judas, played by Brandon Victor Dixon um he's been in a bunch of things stage screen you, you name it um he's in the show power um he in rent live uh he played tom collins oh, okay which i perfectly see um he he's been in uh, she's gotta have it hedwig and the angry inch which you haven't seen but you will because it's fantastic um, and Hedwig and the Angry Inch, it actually won a Tony, I think in 2014, for like best revival of a musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and then starting in 2016, until they stopped because of pandemic, uh, he was Aaron Burr.
0: Oh, I literally, during his performance, I was thinking he would be a great Aaron Burr.
1: Well, at the point of Jesus Christ Superstar live in concert, he was. So okay. that's fun. That's
0: really cool. Yeah. Um, and his, his voice, so powerful. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just
1: great. So, in this song, Judas is feeling Jesus getting a little too big for his britches.
0: Yes. Hilarious.
1: <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. I identify with that.
0: <laughs> oh, my. Like,
1: From Ali Wong.
0: Yes. That stand-up special. I haven't quoted that in far too long. Same. Um... Yeah, and so, so this this song is a lot about, um, oh, like all these people are following him, and like it's cool if we want to do like charity, it like help people and give to the poor and blah blah blah. I'm all here for that, but also like this is going a little too far. People are getting a little too excited about this. Yeah. Like we need to calm it down. Make
1: him nervous.
0: Yeah, and he says he even says like heed this warning I give, please believe me, I want us to live. Like he's like, I'm not like. I'm not necessarily against you. I just mm-hmm. think we need to tone this down a little bit because the Pharisees are getting, you know, anxious and the Romans are going to get a little anxious and we're already not doing too great. So yeah.
1: And yeah. so I think it's really cool how they do this song because it's um, John Legend is just kind of walking around like greeting his followers, yeah. like conversing with them, just like being with the people. And then he's just like, uh, what, you were about to laugh.
0: Because when you said greeting his followers, I was about to be like hashtag follows on Instagram <laughs> Sounds
1: great. <laughs> I'm gonna continue on with my thought. Okay. If you wouldn't mind, um, it's not like I interrupt you constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's not. Anywho, um, so he should, and so he's just like you know, kind of walking like behind, like apart from it. Yeah. All. Like what would that be called? Would that be an aside? Can you have asides in musicals?
0: Um, well, an aside is...
1: Is that the wrong it's word? It's only a
0: piece of dialogue that is an aside.
1: Yeah, but i he's the only one speaking in song form. What's the musical version of a aside is my question to you. And to you listeners, email us at com <laughs> if you can tell me the musical version of an aside or if this is not that at all. Um... So yeah, please let us know what that musical...
0: If you know,
1: because th- that would be great. Yeah, that would really be doing me a solid. Um, because I just, by the end of this, I'm going to be drunk. I'm going to forget I've about it. i already
0: started to feel the I refuse
1: to write it down, so I'm not <laughs> going to look it up. So please enable my poor behavior.
0: And general laziness that we both have.
1: What do you think of the... 7 we're, <laughs> Let's bring it back to sin. Um... <laughs>
0: Um, Also, it's funny that I just said that because um, immediately after you asked me that question originally and I said gluttony, my brain was just like, "Uh, no, it's sloth.
1: um, Well, that was for a character sin. Yeah, but I
0: just picked based off my favorite sin.
1: Okay. Your favorite sin. I was (laughs) going to say, what sin do you, um, um, what of the seven deadly sins do you think um, really brings about your downfall in your life?
0: Oh, like what's my uh, fatal flaw?
1: Fatal flaw. That's it um mine's sloth because i'm just so darn lazy
0: i honestly think
1: apathetic to a fault
0: honestly I think mine is also sloth because we're the same person i
1: mean i um. said it first so like get your own <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
0: get your own sin um just kidding it can be a sloth because i procrastinate a ridiculous amount and it's also like i will actively think of something i have to do and just be like mm, i don't feel like it though but, like, four things that I I, need, I know that I need to do. No. Yeah. It's a problem. Um, yeah, so then, um. so after heaven on their minds, when we kind of see him, like... Because,
1: oh, yeah, and Judas is also like, we need to stay, like, in our place.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he says, like, you know, we're just people. We're just, you know, men mm-hmm. just going about our lives, trying to help people.
1: And your followers are just so blind to everything else. They just yeah. see you. Yeah. And then we get into the song. Um, what's, what's the, the buzz? buzz? <laughs> Strangely mystifying.
0: Yes. Um, so this is the first time we see Mary Magdalene.
1: <gasps> Who is she played by?
0: The iconic, beautiful, Sarah Bareilles. I love her
1: so much. She's a um, amazing. Player. I I think. I oh, no. I I listen to a lot of music. She. I think her voice is just one of the prettiest ones I have ever heard. Her cover of Yellow Brick Road by Elton John haunts me. I
0: haven't heard
1: it. Interesting, because I told you to listen to it after our Rotel Dorado episode. You did. Hmm. Interesting. So, Sarah Bareilles. Um, albums, Careful Confessions, Little Voice. Uh, from that, the Song of the Year. The She won a Grammy for Song of the Year in 2007 for a oh. love song.
0: Oh my god, the song that she wrote because her record label was like, hey, we need you to write a love song. She was like, fuck because off. Because
1: you're, like, you're, you're a female artist you, to be yeah, successful. Yeah, song. Yeah, and she was like, you know what, you can go fuck yourself. Um, uh, Kaleidoscope Heart, that's a good album. Oh my um, god. She wrote the, mu- the music and the lyrics for the um, Broadway show Waitress. Yeah. And she also uh, wrote um, um, some stuff for the SpongeBob SquarePants Broadway musical.
0: That's amazing.
1: Um, she was also, I mean, two of like my favorite TV shows she was in. One being she was the um, hot air balloon guide person in community where they mm. all got lost in the woods and were puppets for some reason. Yeah. Um, but she was also played herself. And we are the world uh, parody concert um, in Thirty Rock.
0: Yeah We need a
1: kidney, just one.
0: Wow, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's the one. One of the ones in there. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So she plays Mary.
0: She's amazing. Um, yeah. So Mary Magdalene has. Um, a very big part in this in this production or in the, in the story. Um, so Mary Magdalene, like in the Bible at least, um, she was a figure who was very close to Jesus, uh, considered like one of his close friends, and it's actually like, widely believed that they actually married, like mm-hmm. she was his wife. Um, so they kind of I feel like they play on that a lot yeah. in this story, and you really see. Um, the relationship sort of well I don't, I don't want to say like develop necessarily but you see that relationship shown between no. them
1: because um, in this song um, Jesus is trying to um, everyone's just like tell us about like what's gonna happen like what's like what's in store for us things like that and he's like yeah. let's worry about today and then people are getting a little feisty um, and he was like why is why is everyone so quick to fight yeah yeah um, why, what did he say? Why don't you try fishing and Something about fishing.
0: I don't remember what he said, but it was basically like a fuck off.
1: Yeah, he was like, y'all are like way too um, quick um, to be like throwing hands. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, on a getting heat in himself because it's um, frustrating. Um,
0: oh, yeah. So, oh, no, I remember Yeah, what I is. can I give you facts is.
1: and figures, even give you plans and forecasts, even tell you where I'm going. Um, and then he's like, why should you, why do we ride into Jerusalem? Why should you want to know why you're obsessed with fighting times and fate you can't defy? If you knew the path we were riding, you'd understand it less
0: than I. And, um, and he also gets ready to throw oh, hands. Oh, the fishing was later. Yeah, he also gets ready to throw hands because, um, during the portion of the song, was like strange thing mystifying. Judas is basically coming for Mary and he's just like, yo, you a hoe why are you like why is Jesus with you like blah 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 like you're bringing him down like this, is, this can only be bad for his image like what type of woman are you to be around him all that type of stuff and Jesus is just like yo chill um she's fine also you suck um and why are you saying these things about her like she's just a woman you know like yes yeah, she's done things in her past everyone's done things in their past like very classic like let he who is without sin cast the first stone yeah yeah
1: um, and then they did not like that.
0: Nope, not at all. And so then Ev, all of them, like you see them kind of like basically turning on him because he's defending her and he's just like, did you literally just listen to a single word I just said? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so then um, we get into the song Everything's Alright.
1: <sighs> I just love her voice.
0: She's just so beautiful. Sounding and looking.
1: I love her. I, tru- I truly love her.
0: And I, I think one of the things I like about her voice, especially in this song, is that her voice almost contrastingly is simultaneously like, clear and lilting, and also, like, almost a little sultry. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, the quality of her voice. Um, it's,
1: it's like, it's, the voice makes me think of warmth in the back of your throat. Does that make any sense?
0: It does in the weirdest way possible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think about her singing a lot. I love her. <laughs> She's great. So much. King yeah. of Anything. Ugh.
0: Oh my god. Forget Gravity. About it. Gravity. Um, and then John Legend hits this super cool high note, uh, which he does a lot about yeah. it, but um, it's impressive every single time.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, everything's all right. It's just such a good song. Yeah. But it's basically like, hey, hey, Jesus, take, take it easy.
0: Yeah. It's literally like, hey, calm down. Mm-hmm. The world's not going to stop spinning if you take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're good.
1: And then Judas is like, hey, woman, everyone else is more important than you.
0: He's just like, how dare you have shoes yeah. and nice hair? And yeah. And just like,
1: Jesus and she's like, okay, you know what? Let's all take a breath. Yeah. And Jesus is like, um, oh, because giving people money that solves poverty, right? That's that's the solution to this. <laughs> Nothing else contributes to it. Judas.
0: <laughs> and the even says that's a,
1: poverty's not a symptom of oppression. Judas.
0: Yeah, and he's like, Ugh. he's like, dude, um, she can have clothing without being a bad person. <laughs> I'm like, okay,
1: uh, mm, um, I I might agree with Jesus for that one. <laughs> um, um, and then I wrote, Ugh, I love her voice again for like the sixth time.
0: I mean, she deserves it. And something.
1: like ten lines in my nose, um, and then we change scenes. Yes. But before we, we talk about that should change drinks would you like to make me one yes because i don't know the recipe and you made me the first one yes uh thanks cheers
0: cheers um get do, jesus do. must
1: die yep <laughs> that's where we're at
0: indeed he must
1: gonna so set the scene for us where are we what are we do? We
0: are I actually don't know where on the stage we're. I don't because it looks like it's a rise, like above. But I don't know if it's just backed by the scaffolding. But anyway. I think it's just
1: backed by the scaffolding. We
0: are in presumably the office of the Pharisees. The who? The Pharisees.
1: That was up to rude. Fine.
0: <laughs> no, don't explain anything. Um. So don't for assume
1: th- all of our listeners are Christian. I know. Nah. So.
0: <laughs> she said it. So for those of you who may not be well versed in the Bible lore, um the Pharisee... The canon. The canon indeed. Um the Pharisees the canon
1: in D is what Shuts? you said. It. Isn't that fun? You said it. Are you done? Probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The Pharisees were basically a sort of, like, governing body. I'm not going to explain this completely correct, but it's going to be the gist. Um, They were sort of a governing body, sort of like a religious leadership body um, for the Hebrew people at the time. Um, And so they were the ones that um, would kind of, like, oversee a lot of the religious like worship and practices and stuff like that of the Hebrew people and would often not as I don't think they themselves would like oversee like trials and cases and stuff like that oh well, that makes sense because they, they didn't yeah but they could like bring charges to people for not practicing like doing something incorrect or something like that um like blasphemy and all that type of stuff so, we are seeing a meeting, presumably, I believe they're meant to be the Pharisees, mm-hmm. um, and they're talking about basically what a scourge Jesus currently is to like, the public and um, to the people and how he's endangering mm-hmm. them and like their position with the Romans and all kinds of stuff. Yeah.
1: And so, two of the um, credited of the um, Neo Council from the Matrix... Because um, that's nice. what they look like. Never seen the Matrix. They
0: have um, they're wearing these fresh ass jackets. Mm-hmm. I would love dusters. One, I think dusters. Yes, yeah.
1: So uh, we have uh, is it pronounced Anis?
0: I've never seen it written down, so I don't know. A n n
1: a s, Anis.
0: Anis or Anis?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well played by Jin Ha. He's been a bunch of things, uh, devs, love life, hot air, a um, bunch of uh, uh, different like shorts and things like that. Um, and then we also have Norm Lewis who plays Caiaphas, um, and he is so cool.
0: Is he the baritone guy? Yeah, his voice. I I couldn't because it was just coming through my TV speakers. He played. But I feel like if was I had Les been
1: Miz in concert, ooh, playing.
0: Javert? Yeah. Nice. Javert. I couldn't because it was coming through my TV speakers, but I feel like if I had been at the live in concert version, live in concert, I feel like I would have felt his voice in my bones.
1: Or a good pair of headphones.
0: True. Maybe some bone conduction headphones. I love
1: my bone conduction headphones. Um, He was also in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, The credit... Name, I assume he was one of the fake members of Cats in one of the productions because <laughs> there's a conspiracy that like Cats isn't a real thing and like there's no like cast for it. You just like dress up in garbage and like have a ridiculous <laughs> name and say what kind of cat you are and then it's just, it's a scam. Yeah. Um, so he was Rumbleshanks. <laughs> nice. Um, he was also in Scandal, uh, All My Children. Um, but in 2014 on Broadway, he was also cast as the Phantom in the Phantom opera. Ooh, so he was the he, first black. Well,
0: the Phantom, Phantom is more of like a tenor role though, isn't it?
1: mm mm-hmm. I've never seen it, which is blasphemy. You have not seen it. I know. What am I I've,
0: thinking of? Okay. A, I, see, I think the Phantom I say this a
1: lot. There's a lot of musicals I haven't seen. And as a musical podcast, um, it's fine because I've played all the music from it. Exactly. I just haven't seen the performances. That's true. Anyway. anyway so
0: then we get into oh, the song Hosanna kind
1: of, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah talk about it Play it on me so during
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gave him a look like you don't want to do that
0: <laughs> I know. uh so during, during the song what's say- this song about we see, uh, well, the song Hosanna is about Hosanna, Gamble, oh. obviously.
1: Oh, man, you sure uh, got my goat.
0: <laughs> crack that thing <laughs> wide open. Um, so here we see the crowd is basically celebrating Jesus. They um, they have these, like, white flag oh. banners.
1: Did we? T- oh, sorry. I'm sorry. And Jesus must die. Originally, they're like, how should we punish him?
0: Oh, yes. And
1: then Caiaphas is just like, like, No, he
0: needs to die. It's
1: like, Oh, you don't understand how serious this is.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's. We're going to kill him.
0: (laughs) He seems like confused that they don't understand
1: that. Yeah. Also, also real real quick. Yeah, for the sake of the nation, John Tucker must die.
0: (laughs) Um, Also. Furthermore, with that song, I really love the pairing of their voices. Yeah. Because it's such a... They cover a range. It's a well-balanced group. Although there's four of them, but I think only three of them actually sing, right? Because there's a fourth person there, but I think they only sing like yeah, that. Yeah, because they have the four chairs set up. Back up, sort of, yeah.
1: I but, know. Anyway, but anyway,
0: the, the balancing of their voices... Only watched it once. The balancing of their voices and their, their ranges... Um, and their parts is just, it's so well done and it kind of goes back and forth between them in a way that there's, uh, I mean, it's obviously a clear distinction between them because they're singing completely different octaves. Yeah. Um, but it, it fits and melds so well together.
1: So Hosanna.
0: What did you just say?
1: Hosanna. I've said it uh, differently. You said Hosanna. Yeah. I've said it differently, like four different times. It's gross. Waiting for you to call me out. Jabber.
0: Anyway, so Hosanna is a name for Jesus, for those of you who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he has many. Um, J-Dog. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> J-C. My shepherd.
0: And that is one of them, actually.
1: Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. All of them have Get with it. This is not very zeitgeist of you, Raven. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so so they're all kind of gathering around and celebrating him. And this is much more than before where they were kind of just admiring him and like following him around. This is like actively worshiping and celebrating him, going through the streets. Um they're like waving these flags back and forth and like dancing and it's like it's kinda of like a party. Oh
1: yeah. And, like, and like then a they're party. like and they're like tell tell this all these people to be quiet and Jesus is like, Oh <laughs> good luck. You th- Thought and then he starts like (laughs) conducting them more. Yeah, it's like
0: (laughs) like whipping them into a frenzy. Oh, good job, Jesus. Mm. Um,
1: I I don't think it's quite a frenzy, more of a stir. Yes. This song is just fun. Um, The song the the horns are very um, they're heralding. Yeah. Um, So then we
0: see mm -hmm. um, while they're like celebrating and worshiping and dancing in the streets. Um,
1: dancing in the streets we see um soldiers start arriving i used to know all the words to that because we had to sing it in an elementary school concert i think the same year that they that um our music teacher made us do we are the world ew it was pretty good it was fun
0: Mm. Um, yeah, so then we see, um, like, soldiers are arriving with, like, trumpet fanfare and everything. Um, and they kind of, like, scatter everyone. and eh, scatter. Ooh! Um, <laughs> it's like that scene. Bucket of
1: combs! It's like that scene
0: in tattoo.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say that scene in Scrubs when it's picture day.
0: Oh, true. And, they all,
1: and, like, they all get, like, tricked by what they most wanted to see. And Dr. Cox is just like, <laughs> wait, you're not getting your ass kicked. Um, and then uh, Dr. Kelso is like, wait, bleachers, something, bucket of cones, Just try and take the picture, scatter. And then they all make the JD running sound <laughs> effect.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> it was really well done. It's a good scene. Uh, it's a great scene. In. I mean,
0: every scene in Scrubs is a great scene. So then we get into the song Simon Zealots? Zealotes. Zealotes. Zealotes zealots i'm pretty sure it's zealots but i'm not sure
1: simon z simons no yes um that's what we are doing he's pretty cool
0: he's still i the love his hair
1: banging is so good the hair is perfect for it so that's uh he's like Grunwald. a floppy mohawk yeah eric Gronwall um i'm sorry for that pronunciation of your last name um he what was that Gronwall huh. eric greenwald so, in 2009, he won Sweden's, like, Idol franchise. Okay. Um, super cool. Um, the debut album, Higher, and then successful album after, Somewhere Between a Rock and a Hard Place. Hilarious uh, name for an album. And then, um, in 2010, uh, he became the frontman for the band Heat, H, period, E, period, A, period. Surprise, surprise, T, period. mm um, I was going to give C. For Simon's, makes sense. Um, makes sense. Um, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm it here, Raven. Keep it in. They need to know the process of my brain. There isn't one. Um, what was I even saying? <laughs> you were talking about
0: how awesome he is yeah, in his band.
1: Yeah, he's really, really cool. I like, before this, um, during the day today, I listened to some of his music. And it's Boss if I do say so myself. Awesome. And he does a really good job in this role. He does um, so So, good. like, this scene is very much, like, he's, like, putting on a concert for Jesus' followers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's,
1: it's... He's the opening act.
0: Yeah. Um, and... So, all the all the cast now... all oh, the ensemble, rather. Are in... No. Are in, like, Jesus' graphic tees. Um, which are... I think pretty cool. Uh, I'd wear it, and um, I see that for you. Thank you. Um, and the lyrics I think are very interesting because it's very, it's very much like desperation in a way, like to be saved and to be told like everything's going to be okay, like, you're fine, you're going to be okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, just like the constant fear of death that people constantly feel and their desire to be told that everything's going to be okay, even though it's never going to be. Um, And so like the lyrics are like, Jesus, I am with you. Touch me, touch me, Jesus. Um, Kiss me, kiss me, Jesus. Tell me I am saved. Like, there's other stuff in there, but that's the gist. Um, And it was very interesting watching it for me and like hearing the lyrics because to me it really kind of there there are a lot of parts in this musical production that I felt the behavior and acting and everything of the ensemble and the characters really honestly well portrayed how a lot of religious people Christians especially um behave around their faith and around the mm-hmm. religion
1: um in a lot of instances they are pretty fanatical
0: oh yes um and, and i think it really captures that honestly and and this scene was one of those i, I found very interesting from that perspective um also these ensemble uh, cat. the ensemble cast they're doing a whole ass Zumba workout during
1: this scene they must be exhausted good thing a lot of them aren't singing at the same time well in some spots when it's just like really just busting a move I'm yeah. like
0: how? Jesus Christ how? how? <laughs> you said it I
1: said it <laughs> I did it I did the thing ding 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 that's the Jesus bell. <laughs> I don't know why I said drink. that drink yep. drink for Jesus <laughs>
0: You've heard of Twerking for Jesus. <laughs> have, have you? Have I? Oh, I have. I have not.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Um Yeah, just just incredibly impressive and, and very well, like everything else in this um performance, very well executed.
1: Also important to note um during this song, Judas is there but does not participate.
0: Yeah, he's He's always watching He's brooding. sulkily. You know, you know what vibe I really got? I don't know if it was just like the red shirt, but um the scene in Road to El Dorado after Miguel sees Tulio and Chell together.
1: Mad. Yes.
0: Yes. But like that like the specific like body language. Like it's mm-hmm. like He's his, brooding. his physical body position is the same in a lot of scenes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He mad. He mad. So then we get into the song. Poor Jerusalem, um, and so this is now sort of um, Jesus's response almost mm-hmm. to um, Simon Simon Zealots um the the song like where they're all like worshiping him and everything, um, or like asking for him to bless them and save them yeah. and touch them and kiss them and stuff. Um,
1: You'll get the power and glory uh, five ever.
0: Yeah, but this this is also saying like you have no idea what that means. Yeah, like you have no idea what the pow- like the power and glory that I hold. Um, and he even says like to conquer death, you only have to die. Yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone is-, is so captive. because at this point, because it was like very much like you know headbanging like rock show kind of thing, but now everyone's like seated. Um, it's a sermon now. Yes, um, probably
0: as- if you will. I will.
1: Hmm. Um. That everyone's just so captivated what he has to say. And it's, like, kind of to the point, though, that they're, like, all, like they're, like, caught in every word, but they're not hearing what those words are.
0: Yes. It's, yeah, it's where you're so enthralled that you're just, like, amazed and captivated that they're even talking to you that you're not actually listening to the words coming out of it Okay,
1: mouth. and now let's talk about John Legend's uh, falsettos and high notes. Um, <gasps> what the fuck? The dude? range.
0: What the fuck? Oh, my gosh. So, like, because within the course of the song, like, within the course of a single line, he'll go from a falsetto down to, like, a deep tenor. And it's just like, uh, we get it. You're here. You're talented. We, okay.
1: Yeah, you see the truth, but you close your eyes. Um, while you live, your troubles are many. Um, to conquer death, you only have to die. You only have to die. Like, they, they just don't get it. Yeah.
0: And, and it's, it's and I, I found this scene very interesting, too, because I feel like, and a lot of the way... So, obviously, the writing for a lot of these scenes, especially in the dialogue, is meant to mirror like the actual um, like works from the Bible that it's based off of. So a lot of the dialogue does either, in some cases, nearly directly quote, if not at least mirror um, the scripture that it's being taken from. But this is also to me very interesting because you also see like in the bible this is also why there are so many parables because he's just like you just don't get it unless i dumb it down for you no. like unless i literally give you like an allegory or some sort of metaphor to understand it by you won't actually understand the truth i'm trying to tell you um and so i find it interesting how like the way they chose to kind of capture that in the yeah,
1: story totally yeah. agree. um then we get to um pilot's dream
0: This, I think this is a really cool song to include at this point specifically.
1: Mm -hmm. And, um, so Ben Daniels plays Pontius Pilate, um, who's been in The Crown. Um, he was in the Broadway revival, uh, uh, Les Liaisons, Dangerouses. Um, he, um, was nominated for Best Actor, Tony, um, also in different product, uh, production, stage, theater, As You Like It, Martin Yesterday, Never the Same. He was also in, like, one of my least favorite Star Wars movies, Rogue One.
0: I was wondering where I recognized his face. So yeah, I, probably Rogue One. We've talked about this before. I love Rogue One. But we've had that discussion. You yeah. don't need to have it now. I, um,
1: yeah. The listeners don't want to hear it.
0: No. Because uh, a
1: lot of people love Rogue One,
0: and I just don't get it. But yeah, so there's, um, so this song we get into is called Pilot's Dream, and I think it's really cool how they bring this in here because so Pilate, Pontius Pilate, was the judge that officially like sentenced Jesus to like the thirty nine lashes and crucifixion. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people like because because of that reason, it's very much I don't want to say framed, but very often like told as like Pilate is the one who condemned him, like Pilate no. is his sentencer basically. When it's like, I mean f- functionally, yes, he physically did it, but also I think the cool thing about this telling of the story as opposed to like the way it's often told and like just churches in general like that, is that to me, this telling of the story gets a lot more into like the politics. Not in like a deep way, but like you see, you see it more, yeah. I feel like and i think it's made very clear it's it's quickly and simplistically made very clear that it this wasn't just pilate acting was on like this was very much a political thing this was very much the pharisees um, influencing pilate as well as the romans themselves like influencing yeah. pilate and him basically being told like you have to crucify him. Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, this song is very much like, I had a dream. This guy I've never seen before, he just looked like, had this haunted look on his face. I asked uh, him, I was like, what's going on? He
0: had that look you very rarely find, the haunting hunted kind.
1: Yes. And it was very like, you know, trying to say, like, what happened? How did this happen? And he gets no response. Um, and people seem to like, hate this man. Um, but then thousands of millions are crying Um, out out his name, um, leaving him to blame. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a dream he has.
0: Yeah, and I think that it's interesting that that this is included in Act 1 before we really get to, um...
1: Like, the trial and stuff like that, and... Is that what you mean?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The fact that this is done in Act... I was just checking what's seen act one ended mm. after um but the fact that this is done in act one before we really get to the trial or the like jesus actually meeting Pilate and being condemned by him and all that stuff like you're seeing even now it's it's not even foreshadowing it's a literal trailer almost i don't know how to explain it but it's like like or what word to use to describe it in the way that i'm thinking um but it's you're seeing the aftermath sort of before the actual event happens, I
1: mean, he's foreshadowing, it, but directly.
0: I was I don't feel like it's foreshadowing because he's directly telling you, but
1: isn't that he's uh, spoiling? Let's let's <laughs> leave it at that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think the, cause it almost is for me like seeing it. It was a little confusing at first to see him because I was just like, wait, you don't come into the you don't factor into the story yet. Um, but then it almost makes, when you do really see his character, it makes that more powerful, I feel. Because you already know that this is the way he's feeling about this event and about this um, situation before you get to that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we get to uh, the temple. Um, so I like, love this scene uh, in the Bible. He, Jesus is pissed.
0: Yes. So, basically... We see um, a giant table like situated like a cross um, in presumably the temple. Um, And we see all like the worshippers and stuff coming and they are just like covering it in glitter. And then...
1: Well, I didn't think it was necessarily worshippers. It was the temple was overrun by these people.
0: That's fair. Yeah. Um, Mm. And yeah, so they're like covering it in glitter and then... They're like fighting around it for a little bit, but then there's, there's a yeah, because were not
1: they like merchant merchants? Or it's just like so it was like it, it, was, that, like that was, gamble,
0: thing, it was gamblers, money, drinking, money lenders, yeah. It was, yeah. um,
1: and then like the glitter that was probably on these poor, poor actors. Oh
0: my god, for, for days. weeks, yeah. Um, and all over that stage. Yeah, I was
1: just signifying like they're like greed and stuff like that. And yes. he was just like, this is not the place for that.
0: Exactly. And the thing that I found interesting is that so in the in this production he clears them out with like a chair. Um, in the Bible, he straight up just beat them with a knotted rope that he like he literally nice. saw them and was just like, uh, give me my whip and just like knotted <laughs> nice. a rope and literally like, lashed them out of the temple. And I was just like, you go, Jesus. You go.
1: Um, yeah, get out of here. Um, and then he we this, uh, I really like the scene um, and the lighting and the imagery um, that's presented in it um, because at first he's kind of like recalling he's like, my time's almost up. Um, he like thinks about his past three years. Mm-hmm. tries to think of the good he's done. But then what he's really focusing on is just, like, all the suffering in the world. Yes. And it's, like, kind of, like, you know, the lighting kind of changes to, from, like, to, like, kind of, like, a murky greenish. Yeah. um, Like,
0: very sickly kind of Very
1: sickly, very zombie movie. And then, like, the people he's trying to, like, help, they're, like, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Yeah. And it's just, you know, there's just a few of them. And then just more and more More. and more come on. And they're just like scrambling, kind of like... They're literally consuming him with the mass suffering. Yes. And it's very zombie apocalyptic mood, lighting, Mm -hmm. emotions, movement.
0: And one of the things I think really highlights a well done performance and production is the way every detail of it kind of comes together to convey that feeling mm-hmm. because it's not only the the acting and the movements of the ensemble in the way that they're scrambling around mm-hmm. him and literally beginning to suffocate him almost but the yeah. lighting but also how the music and the vocals are are accelerating
1: uh very anxiety and inducing, and getting more
0: and more frantic, more and more mm-hmm. desperate. He's like,
1: he's like trying to do his best on his own. He's looking for help. Uh, Coral isn't even there. That's yeah. a Walking Dead reference, um, and it's just very much showing his like PTSD of what has been asked, asked of him. And I think this is kind of like the first time. Well, no, I wouldn't say the first time, um, but kind of <laughs> not necessarily his doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but his hesitance um, and, like, the weight of, like, what has been put on him.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, because, again, like, this is nearing the end of his time on Earth, so at this point he's been teaching and spreading the gospel and, um, like, generally fulfilling this role of his that was placed on him at literally at birth— um, for several, several years, like no. even as an adult at this point, um, so yeah. So you see, you see it beginning to overwhelm him, and it, you you can see the build up to the point where he's just like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, which we get to later.
1: Uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so
0: and so then we get into green
1: spooky. Yeah, um, and then he's just like, at the very he's like, heal yourselves.
0: Yeah, do it yourselves, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> um, and then we get into a reprise of...
1: Everything's all right. Yes. And I really like the reprise of this, not only because, you know, Sarah Bareilles is back and singing to us, but, like, before she's, like, the next lyric would be, like, she's giving her advice. Yeah, And it's Jesus, the one it, that says, just like, hey, the world will still be turning if I, you know... Take a night off of myself.
0: Yeah, it was very. I don't know if I'm going to include this because that's it's not coming out till like months later, but it's exactly like in uh, Fiddle on the Roof when he was asking the dad about like hand marriage, and then he says the line like, "Oh, even a poor Taylor deserves happiness." Like her face is the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, and yeah, and I I think it's, and I think that's really important to show that. He is now also beginning to feel this. You know what? I can take a night off, and it doesn't matter. This is n- like it's not not my problem, but it doesn't need to be everything. Yeah. For me, because it's obviously overwhelming me, and so yeah. And so she helps like calm him down with everything. With everything's all right. But kind
1: and- of not enough. He was just like, you know what? I'll just like. Take off for the night. Yeah. But still, you can tell this is all he's thinking about. Yeah. This is all... He's still struggling with it. She doesn't... In the way he needs, she does not help him.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Which is... But
0: is she even capable of helping him? Which is
1: the theme of the next song. Yes. I don't know how to love him.
0: I wrote down nothing for this song because I couldn't. I was just like, I have no words. Um,
1: Interesting. But isn't I Have No Words, Words in Itself,
0: maybe? perhaps. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, this, this song is Mary basically saying, like, I love him, and I don't really know what to do without him, but I also don't know what to do with him. And that's
1: terrifying. It's
0: terrifying. Like, he is, like... He's this wondrous, legendary figure, but he's also just a man. Mm-hmm. And she even says, like, I've been with many men before. He's just one more, but he's not.
1: But he's not. And she understands that. Yeah. She's just trying to reason it with herself. And be like, hey, maybe, like, oh, no, this is a real problem. I've been with plenty of men, but, like, no. not. He's not like other guys. He's not like... <laughs> that, Jesus, not like other boys.
0: Yeah, and... um and, and, and the way she, the way the lyrics, coupled with her voice, obviously, the way it portrays this feeling of, I love him so deeply, and I want him, but even if I had, because she even says, but if he were to tell me that he loved me, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, I would be so frightened. I, would, I don't
1: know how to cope. Yeah. I, I would walk and turn away.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what to do with that information, because you, like... Who you are and how you live and what you are faced with terrifies me to my core.
1: Totally agree. Um, blah, 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 blah. And I just like, especially like the chord progression, like the buildup in the, mm-hmm. um, uh, should I bring him down? Should I scream and shout? Should I speak of love? Let my feelings out. Um, and then the arrival um, at the, um, I never thought I'd come to this. I just listen to that on repeat. Yeah. It is such a... Oh no, know. Just like the different like chords in it. It just like... Lit, it really resonates in me. Um, it's so good.
0: It's... And it's such an emotional... Emotionally powerful display. Yeah. Yeah. So then we close out of that scene. And we go into... So we see that the stage has changed. And um, now we see a setup of, like, four chairs arranged a in a square with, like, a red, red light
1: And a sick guitar lick. And it's, Ugh, tis, one. honestly, a vibe.
0: Ugh. Hashtag mood. Um, and, yeah, I, I literally wrote down, I like how every scene starts with a dope-ass guitar riffing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, um, it's
1: honestly what all moments in life need.
0: Yes. Um, And so then we see the four Pharisees coming out and, like, kind of taking their seats in the square. And then we see Jesus. And then there's mysterious woodwinds,
1: I wrote down, which, um, okay, which is, like, I don't know. Between the guitar riff and the red lighting, the, like, woodwinds kind of... It was, like, ominous, but, like, also kind of playful. Mm -hmm. I did think it wasn't very fitting um, at first because, it like, at first it, like... Um, gave me the image of, like, a mouse, a cartoon mouse trying to sneak away cheese with a sleeping cat right next to it. Okay. How he, like, Judas is kind that of, is like... very
0: vivid imagery.
1: With, like, Judas trying to walk around, and that's just, like, the... What the... What, when licks and riffs are sounding like mm-hmm. to me. Um,
0: but I think that does fit a little
1: bit. I then, yeah, at first, it didn't. I was just, like... It just seemed kind of out of place. But then I think... Um, it did make sense because Judas is really trying to tiptoe around this situation, still be in control, but like they see him for what they know exactly how to play him, yes. And it's he's like, literally just a pawn, and so it's more like, yeah, that mouse is like trying to get the cheese, um, because the but cat's the cat sleeping, knows it's there. The, yeah, the cat's pretending to be asleep,
0: yeah, and and I, and I think that is a perfect example. Of how musical composition can literally tell a story, like how you can tell a story and evoke ex- and emotion <clears throat> purely through music, because, like, music based on spirit, like common experiences, and um, just like common feeling, no. music does inherently evoke certain memories and ideas and thoughts. And if it is purposeful, like, even when it seems unfitting or like ill-fitting or out of place if it is purposely done so it actually makes you think like oh maybe this is fitting and why is it so and it and I do think it it contributes to your understanding of Judas's character because I think if the music in that scene had been a little more like villainous, like, oh, he's purposely going to the Pharisees to betray Jesus, like villainous type of music, then it would have changed your understanding of Judas's character. And I feel like the fact that it was that sort of cat and mouse type music, um, it makes it a little more clear, like, despite his role in all of this, he was, he was doing just that, he was playing a part, he was playing a role in a bigger story. And he's almost, uh, almost just as much of a victim and a pawn as, you know, all the other characters were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so then we get into the song Damned for All Time um, and Blood Money. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he was like, oh, please just don't tell me that I'm damned for all time. And I was like, I mean, you kind of damned yourself a little bit. Yeah,
1: and he was like, no, this is not my fault. It's because of his actions that I have to be here. This is not my fault. This is his. And they're like, they don't care. So they're like, okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, But like... Are you going to tell us like where he's going to be or not? Yeah. Like we'll pay you. He was like, I don't need that money. And they're like, Well, you said you'd do it for free. You might as well take, take the, the money. money.
0: Like, like why would you? We're all we I'm I'm willing to give you money. For and he was this. like, No, no,
1: this is blood money. He was like, Consider it a fee.
0: Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, it's blood money, but you're doing the blood work anyway, so.
1: Yeah, you, I'd rather betray one of my friends. Pro bono,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Judas, please. <laughs> Come on, please, Judas. <laughs>
0: also, this this scene is this is the first time I really I really noted it actively, but the acting in this is so good by by every part by every member of the cast, um, yeah. like not just the stars, but like also the ensemble cast, like every scene and every emotion. Uh, this is, is a song with so the well.
1: sickest sax solo.
0: Oh yeah. Um but, but but this seems like especially because granted a lot of people in this um are also actors and I've been in like other like specifically acting roles, but a lot of times I find that not a lot of times, but like sometimes like when you see something that's starring like singers, it's like okay, this is not going to be great, yeah. you know. But this is like, I could see this being a legitimate, like, Broadway performance or something. The, the, the acting and the evocation um, is just so well done, and everything is so well portrayed and executed so well. Um, even in the scenes where, like, no one's saying anything, it's just the music, and, like, they're just making facial expressions. Yeah. It's like, if it was done any less, if it was executed any less well, it would be almost cringy, but it's like, it's so good that it's good. Does that make sense? I, that sounds um, stupid, but do you know what I mean?
1: I don't, but <laughs> let's move on. Okay. Um, maybe I'll understand. You know the, you when know the I, scenes
0: where like, there's no talking? They're just like, make, like there's music in their acting. written faces? But it's like, you know when that gets cringy though. But it's not cringy in this at all. That's what I'm saying.
1: I think they're just acting. And emoting.
0: Yeah, but there's a... Like, there are certain.
1: The acting is really good. Like, they're really. The, the motion they're conveying from, like, the acting. Because
0: it's extended. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, the moments, the moments where there is no dialogue or nothing happening and they're just emoting is drawn out. And I'm saying, like, normally when I've seen that done, it's. To me, I've always considered it cringy. But okay. the way that's it's done the... here is actually really good. And it's one of the few times I've experienced that.
1: Okay. That was the clarification I needed.
0: I don't, how was that any different than what I was saying? Because,
1: before? I mean, those like it was very drawn out. I didn't think it was very drawn out.
0: Oh, I thought it was way too long. But like, I I, w- I didn't mind that it was so long.
1: I was just like, oh, this is just what it is.
0: Oh no, there were some scenes I was like, you could have cut this scene like ten seconds ago.
1: Oh I, oh this is interesting, Raven. We're going to have to get into this. <laughs> Listeners, we'll be right back. Because I, I have some things to bring up with Raven's <laughs> thought processes. Okay, listeners, we're back. So, Raven, what was the conclusion of our 20-minute discussion on dramatic silences and comedic silences and um, you just like ready to like, things- move on?
0: The fact that I might be a sociopath.
1: And sometimes other people need to take the whole moment in. And the whole moment may may be different for other people. Because other people think and have different kinds of emotions. It was the conclusion we reached <laughs> together. And it was literally a aha moment for Raven. And she was like... People don't think the same things about things.
0: I don't like that. I mean like it's like it's like I know that in a clinical way, but like
1: You just said you know that in a clinical way. So we're gonna move on. I'm listeners, at this point I'm not scared for my life. Thank you for thinking (laughs) so and thinking on my behalf. But I think we're going to be okay. Oh my god. But now I'm glad it's it's like that 30 rock. Uh, episode where jenna i texted to you recently because i just saw the episode oh yeah and jenna was like are you okay jack you look like the flashcard they told me mean sadness <laughs> that was the like the equivalence of the conversation we just i had. don't
0: think it was that bad
1: your conclusion to our conversation <laughs> was that people have different emotions and people feel things differently than you and you tried to, to tell me your thoughts about some of the silences wasn't clinical, but it was the definition of clinical. <laughs> when I broke it down for you.
0: Oh my god. Okay. Anyway.
1: I don't even know where we are anymore.
0: Oh, we're at the act end of. We're at the end of Act One. Okay, I need, one about I need to go to bathroom.
1: I needed. I need another drink after yeah. this, Raven. Uh, this was. All right. Let's get another drink. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Raven is now reevaluating a lot of conversations and life experiences now. Thank you, Jesus.
0: <laughs> Don't like that. So now, Act Two.
1: Electric Beagolo.
0: <laughs> so we start off here with Scene of the Last Supper, where Jesus invents communion. Um, and he says, like, here, take this wine, this is my thought, or this is my blood. Take this bread. This is my body. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort.
0: Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the internet
1: is a beautiful and horrible place. Um, take, Always love me a good Papa Roach meme.
0: True. Um, take eat. This is my body. Mm-hmm. Um, do this as oft as you remember me and uh, keep me in something until I return. Um, that's basically just it's not the exact. And they before. pose. Um, that's a good show. It is such a good show. Yeah, so so during uh, the beginning part of the Last Supper, when they're sitting and... Sorry, supper. Because uh, the disciples don't know it's the last one at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, they're at supper. <laughs> Thanks for joining the Last Supper. Yeah, sure, no problem, JC. What? what?
0: No, just supper. Just regular, normal supper with the yep, Yeah, that's voice. why I said
1: this the first time. You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Um, so the interesting thing I think is that like Judas is actually like, up in the scaffolding during this portion. Um, and not actually like, joining in. And he's also like
1: Well at first he was kind of like stupid Kid like, never oh, leaves the round. stoop yeah. and Mary like comforts him, be like, Hey, Come how's on. going? Like wraps the uh, Join us, friend. Yeah, just nice to him and yeah.
0: uh, man. kindness goes a long way. I mean not that long cuz he still betrayed Jesus but it goes a long. Yeah. Way.
1: And then the last supper turns into the best reality TV series show scene <laughs> ever. It's like, oh, thanks for so my trusted friends, my family. Thanks so much for coming to dinner. I know one of you is out to get me. Who's going <laughs> to speak up? Who's going to say it?" <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Uh, oh, it's amazing.
1: And then everyone's like, no, no, we wouldn't do that. And he was like, is it you? Is it you? Is it you?
0: Oh, well, I already know who it and is. And then Judas, you know and Judas
1: is like, say what you want to say. Just like standing in the back, like not being spoken to. Say,
0: what you need to say. Um,
1: Man.
0: Yeah, which I think is really funny because that's not how it went down in the Bible. And... Um, I love how Judas is just like, I know you talk about me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I feel my ears burning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then he was like, I had to do it because um, our ideals die around you. You're so caught up into what has formed so far. um, That you left me no choice.
0: Yeah. Besides
1: like talking to him better.
0: Yeah. So he's, it's a lot of what he was saying with heaven on their minds. Um, where he's saying, like, hey, you know, I was kind of cool with this when we were, like, doing charity and helping people and blah, blah, blah. But now this is way too much. Like, you were actively, like, disturbing the peace. Um, you were actively disrupting um, the peace and, like, the flow of our nation and our people. Good. And... Yeah. Um... <laughs> you... <laughs> I was processing what you said.
1: Really? Because I was bored of it. <laughs>
0: and yeah he was like i can't stand by this anymore like i can't stand by you um and jesus is just like well you know what bitch you were going to go tell them anyway so you might as well go fucking do it and he's yeah. just like fine <laughs> but the harmonies during the scene
1: oh yeah amazing so good and then is this is this the song first song peter sings in or have we gotten there
0: yet I believe this is the first song Peter sings on, because we only really hear him sing like three times. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so then, so then after this, we get into Gethsemane, which is um, the famous like Garden of Gethsemane where mm-hmm. Jesus went to pray before his arrest. And so he traveled there with the disciples, and um, basically she's like, mm, "Y'all go take a nap. I'm gonna go pray to my father, aka God." Um... And the thing I think is interesting about so, so like the sections on like this prayer in the Bible are relatively short, um at least in, in Matthew and Mark. Um, but the tone of this song, like a lot of the words and like the lyrics a lot of the lyrics and the specific like terms used in this song very much mirror um what is in the scripture. And so he talks about um, you know, like take this cup away from me. Um, like this is not uh, like he talks about, like drinking of this cup and stuff like that, which is the same like terminology that Jesus used in, in, uses in the Bible, um, which I think is a really interesting way that it's always referred to because of the symbolism and use of like cups in a lot of like Christian like prayers uh-huh. and stuff like that. Like the whole, like, my cup overfloweth yeah. is usually a reference, like, I'm so blessed, like, God is, you know, doing great things for me. Mm-hmm. Like, God is being merciful the with cup me. cup being grace.
1: your, like, entire self.
0: Yeah, and here he's referring to the cup as this obligation that he has to take up. Mm-hmm. Um, like, as in, like, take this cup away from me or, like, I must drink of this cup that my father has given me. Yeah. And I... And I, I kind of find it interesting the the duality of, or I guess the um, juxtaposition, yeah. of, of the two um, symbol, sim, symbolic symbolic uh, uses of the cup. I like that. Thank you. I like it a lot. Got into my um, rhetorical analysis mode. Oh.
1: <laughs> Pushes up glasses. Where are my glasses?
0: My glasses. My glasses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time it's happened to me.
0: Jesus, Um, self-love—it's important. Um, But yeah, the the (laughs) vocals in this song—I think this is his best performance in this. Oh yeah,
1: Um, and what I was talking about before, um, this is really coming in full force. His kind of regret, Mm -hmm. um, and well. This is the one of the final parts of his acceptance of his fate. Yes. He hasn't accepted his fate. He knows it yeah. his fate, he hasn't accepted it
0: yes, yeah, and I, and I think um a lot of what's the reason?
1: you know the vine yes
0: yeah. okay <laughs> um and I, and I, and, I, and I think that this plays a lot into i mean obviously. Per like by the Christian faith, like the Christian belief, like Jesus is the Son of God and, and part of like the Holy Trinity. Like he is God and of himself as well. Um, but I think in this story, there's a lot more emphasis on Jesus the man. You know, as we see in I don't know how to love him. He's just. A she man. says he's just a man. Like Judas says it. The Pharisees say it. Mm-hmm. Um, Pilate says it. Um, and I think this particular scene when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, it is like and even by Christians, is considered Jesus' most human moment. It's the moment he's like, obviously before he's physically on the cross, but it's the moment he's faced with death. And he's like, obviously he knew this was coming, he knew this was the culmination of of God's plan, um, but it's still a very different thing to be at the moment where you know the soldiers are going to be coming any moment, like I'm going to be arrested, I'm going to be taken jail and I'm going to be crucified. Yeah, And it's like coming to terms with that and he says like I know this is your plan, I know this is what's supposed to happen and whatever is your will, let it be but also, please no. No. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to transition which yes. is um, Judas like approaches him and th- th- that was the signal to the guards that yeah. whoever who, Judas He who kissed, I kiss is yeah. Yeah. Is the guy, the big guy. Is the
0: dude, which I remember being super. The confused
1: the, the by dude it. meister.
0: I was just like, if they're like hunting this man, how do they not know what he looks like? And I realized, well, Raven, this is before the time of like the internet. This is before, you know, like this is a country and they just know of this guy, like they don't necessarily know what he looks like. And that was a wild concept to me.
1: Raven, did you always have access to internet in some capacity? During your life that you remember?
0: Um, yes. Before middle school, I really only had it when I was actively at school. But I got my own laptop in seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. That's wild to me. Yeah.
1: Because, like, uh, times actively.
0: Oh, and my family had a desktop. So, yeah, so, so actually, yeah, no, my entire life. Gotcha. As, as, as long as I've been self-autonomous, yes. Neat. But yeah, so, um, yeah, so we see uh, Judas kisses Jesus, and then um, he, like, oh, walks chaos. away, and <laughs> Jesus is just like, okay, bro, but, like, why? <laughs> like, why you, why you do this? Um, oh, fuck, I can't believe you've done this. Yeah. Oh, that's... I should not have done that. Um, <laughs> but, what? um, so then we get into the song, The Arrest. Um, yeah. And so we see the soldiers coming. What's the buzz? Yeah.
1: And singing. Here. Yes. And I love his voice.
0: Oh my gosh, his voice is uh, so beautiful.
1: That's right. But in things like uh, uh, One Life to Live, Beyond the Break, uh, Here, when he's singing, and then later in another song, when he's doing those harmonies with Mary. Oh incredible. my gosh. Absolutely incredible.
0: Beautiful. Um... Yeah. And I I, I also like this scene because I always just think this scene is super funny in the Bible because, uh, fun fact, in the Bible when- I keep saying in the Bible like it's a novel. Um, Fun fact, there is a novelization of the Bible. Um, I have not read it. I don't know why it exists. But um, in the Bible during this part, uh, the disciples did try to fight the soldiers and Peter cut someone's ear off. And then Jesus was just like, stop that. <laughs> like, give, me, give me the knife, Peter. <laughs> what do you have there? A knife.
1: No.
0: Um, what you got there? A smoothie.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so they were like, okay, tell us you're the person we're looking for. You're the king of these people.
0: And he's like, that's what you said. And he was like, <laughs> Would you like to know <laughs> whether one? <boy?" laughs> she
1: likes to know whether one. He was like, I know, I know you are, but what am I? Um... <laughs> and he was like I like I don't know like I have never called myself that yep this is all this is all on you he's like no but like but you're like leading these people and he was like this is all what you're saying I'm yeah. just like doing me they just like me <laughs> yeah I'm just uh charismatic kf
0: mm. ain't it true though um and then uh we get to what I think is one of the funniest parts uh because we see all these reporters Julius. swarming him Oh, yeah. This with, like, the is, mice and stuff. Oh, yeah.
1: We get into the TMZ portion no, of Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah. Superstar.
0: Uh, where he gets paparazzi. <laughs> yeah. He,
1: yeah um, it's basically cops with, like, cops is being recorded while TMZ is reporting it. Yes. That's what this, this is what this song is. Yeah. It's very much Shrek 2.
0: Oh, yeah, I know, yeah.
1: When Handsome Shrek and um, Horse Donkey get arrested.
0: Yes. Hilarity.
1: Ensues. <laughs> just kidding, because we getting to the crucifixion, so I probably shouldn't say that. Well, not,
0: like, right away. Yeah. <laughs> First, we get into Peter's denial.
1: That, that seems... Yeah. Okay, well... Before the cock crows you, twice,
0: they, you shall deny me thrice. And Peter was just like, no, I won't. And, bitch, that was a lie. <laughs> bitch, you a lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... now you said. (laughs) He was like, thanks, Judas. (laughs) Man. Uh, Thanks, Obama. (laughs) Was that kind of how Jesus, that was like what Jesus was like to Judas. Yes.
0: No, he literally said thanks, Obama. I mean,
1: Judas. Yeah, John Legend (laughs) had a minor slip-off. Not
0: everyone (laughs) caught
1: it, but Raven and I.
0: Being uh, the astute watchers that we are. (laughs) You
1: know, the. I mean no like the technicalities the subtext um just you know our true ability to break down a musical to mm-hmm. to the core of it it's Indeed. really our craft it's just what we
0: do <laughs> I love this bit every time you do it. <laughs> you really do. You always laugh. Um, yeah, so we get to Peter's denial, um, and he does indeed deny him three times. And then Mary's just like, um, Why? Why are you doing this? And he's just like, Well, because they would have come for me. And he's like, and she's like, This is exactly what he said you were doing. And he was like, Well, you right. And he runs away.
1: And then we get to Pilot and Christ. Um, Scene three
0: of act two.
1: Very, they all deserve to die vibes.
0: Oh, for sure. And the I wrote music, down. Uh, it's pilot. He's he's a ringleader. He's putting on a show. I think this is a very good villain song. Yeah. Like I don't think pilot is the villain of the story. But the situation is. Yes, and I think it. This also the fact that this is such a like this is a, an iconic villain song. Like it. It has that like. Ursula and Scar and, like, very Disney. There's an Disney- ominous
1: oboe with a wood block.
0: Yes. Ugh. Yes, Campbell.
1: Um, you say yes, it's like, yes, that is the vibe. Was like, no, I'm just telling you the instruments that we're playing.
0: It, but that's such the villain vibe, though. All it needed was that, like, lime green smoke, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I feel like the fact that, again, the fact that this is the music that was chosen for the scene is clearly showing, like, the intent is for Pilot to be seen as the villain.
1: And I think this is really interesting because like kind of like Pilot's theme um, is very much,, um, if a trumpet was mimicking a broken tricycle. What? The, the, the like the the like weekly sounding horns chromatically,
0: uh, In the oh, backing okay. of the music. Okay, okay. I
1: understand that. That was, like that doesn't make sense. That makes perfect sense to me. I got you. If a trumpet was pretending to be a weak tricycle. Okay. I get that, yeah. Um, yeah, the, like, very dissonant horns going on, like, very combative to the other musics going on. There's, like, reprises of, like, different songs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's the, uh, what's the song that's Hosanna? also playing? What? Hosanna? Hosanna, yeah. Um. So those things are really combating at the same time. Yeah. So he was like, you know, kind of playing around, putting on a show around Jesus. he was like, Hey, no, th- this is you. This is what you're doing. And then kind of like the undertones of it all are what people believe him to be. Yeah. Um, and it's combative because Jesus is just like, I never said that.
0: Yep. And like you were crucifying an innocent man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and then, ooh.
0: And then we get into. That? King Herod's song. And who is he played by, Raven? You told me his name. Yes.
1: And you did not know what, who, <laughs> what he was. What is he? What is that? Who he is?
0: I still do not. It is
1: Alice Cooper. Those words mean nothing to me. Alice Cooper is a rock legend. I, He's been very I prolific for that. the past, like, 50 years. Let me read. The, maybe you'll know some of his albums. Um, uh, Schools out. Um, Action killer. Billion dollar babies. Alex Cooper goes to hell. Um, do you know the song "Feed My Frankenstein"? Do you know the song "Schools"? I out I recognize none of those names. Okay. He was like, I don't know people really attribute the like horror imagery with rock to him.
0: Okay um he's the reasons the devil's music yes hmm.
1: okay um so i just played raven some songs of his she recognized the song i thought she'd recognize which is schools out um he's a legend and he mm-hmm. does such a great job
0: Oh, he's fantastic in this movie. Yeah.
1: I love it. Um, It's very much the music uh, he's singing. It's very like New Orleans, like jazz, Dixie. Yeah. Um, This is a little ragtime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because he's just like, let me see this Jesus guy that's like messing up, you know, the social structure of literally everything. Yeah. And he was like, I want to make sure this is the guy. Is this the guy who rose from the dead? There's your Easter for you, (laughs) listeners. Shut up. Um, is this, and he was like, come on, do something. Prove to me that you're like him, like turn my water into wine, walk across my pool, like do something. Yeah. And Jesus just like, no. <laughs> and then I really like the kind of like showgirl like, cocktail yes. waitress, Vegas showgirl.
0: Like, ve- yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was thinking, like, burlesque or, like, Vegas. With, like, you know, like, the, uh, the, the feathers. The feathers, the, the plumage, yes. Yes, And, like, the big, like, skirt, like, not skirt, but, like, a leotard with, like, the feathers. Kind on of, the like, ostrich yeah. feathers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's just fun. It was cool. And I, like... And it was, it was very much showcasing, like... This is silly, like I'm I am mocking you. In case you didn't know. Yeah, and then
1: it's also I think Alice Cooper does such a great job, um, with the regality and the above it allness mm-hmm. of his character, especially when he's like walking around to the audience. He was like, "Yes, you may kiss my hand." <laughs> and I was like, "Nice, good job, yeah. Alice Cooper."
0: But yeah. So then after that, we kind of changed things a little bit. And we, we it's change very things. player
1: piano, saloon-type music.
0: Yes. At
1: Jeff Page, I have that written down.
0: Okay. Um, and so we get into Transition After Herod, a very aptly named song, as it is the transition after King Herod has left.
1: Oh, yeah, because he's like, you know what, he's not going to tell me anything. Take him away.
0: Yeah. Um, and this song... With
1: a sick mic drop.
0: Oh, yeah. And this song, to me, is very, like... Granted, because this is a rock opera, if Mahler's Funeral March were a rock song, or performed rock, I think I think I see that. Yeah, that's like that. That was the very much the feeling that I got from this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, and then we get into Can we start again, please? Which is just a sad song. Yeah. So it's. This song is. Now
1: Mary is going through her acceptance of Jesus' fate.
0: Yes. Um, and we see, like, from the song Hosanna, back when they were all, like, celebrating and worshiping and everything, um, when they were waving these, like, white scarves. Yeah. Um, they're now, like, all just, like, crumpled along the ground. They were tossed everything. on the ground. Yeah. And we see like Mary kind of like going, like, going through them, and just like kind of like looking around, just like, so this is what it comes to, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, this is a song with the harmonies with Peter. Yes. Because Peter also is like, could we, could we start it over again? It's they're just so full of regret.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and she's like, is this really like I wanted to see you? Uh, I wanted to see you, but not like this. Um, <laughs> is literally what she says, I think. Yeah. Um, and it, it, yeah, it's very much. I want to fix this. I want to either like make this not happen or just pretend that it doesn't happen. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and then we get to Judas's death, um, where he's just like, I oh, don't know, falling apart. Yes. Um, he is horrified of the things, like, he was seeing. And then he was just like, oh, no, this is terrible, terrible. And then they're like, why do you feel bad about this? Why why are you feeling remorse? Yeah. You, you did this. He was like, no, I'm... He was like, I, I'm branded with his, like, demise, with his fall and stuff. I was like, yeah, you gave him to the guards.
0: But I think also in the same way that, like... Because I, I felt that same way at first. I was just like, what, how did you not know that this, was ha- that this would happen? But I think maybe in the same way that at the beginning when we got into Jesus must die or Jesus Christ must die, um, how like some of the Pharisees were just like, Oh, how are we gonna like punish him? Like what are we gonna do? Like how many lashes? How many how long in jail? And the one guy was just like, No, he he's dying. Like we're we're killing him. That's what we're doing with this. Yeah. I think maybe just like he didn't realize that like he was just like, oh, I'm going to like turn him in and that's going to help solve the problem yeah. as opposed to, oh, they're going to kill him and I'm response. I'm partly responsible for his death. No. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I just don't know. Um, But it's also then like part of this and I think this is like the best performance of the musical yeah. is his in the song, his reprise of. Oh, I don't know how to love him.
0: Agree, but I also for um, forgot to mention. I think it was earlier in. I think it was earlier in transition when, like, when the whole like Judas kisses Jesus thing. I think it was there that he actually said to Jesus, "Like, why was I chosen for this role? Like, you obviously like you knew I was going to betray you. You like this is part of." The like, this is part of what needs to happen. This is part mm. of the overall story, the overall plot. Like, you knew this was going to happen. Like, someone needed to play this role. Why? Why does it have to be me? Yeah, you know, but it's also just like, mm, but like, you're still have choosing to, to do yeah. it. Like, yes, it's you, but you're still choosing to do this. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's like, um, like fate versus free will.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, um, um, um Judas's um, death, and yeah, like, the, the, I don't, I don't know how to love him. Um, and it's, it's very interesting how the same lyrics sung by a different person who has had a different role in the story hits so differently, you mm-hmm. know? Um, like when he, when he gets to the, like, he scares me so it's, it's very different feeling for me in and, a and way that I feel is very obvious, but, um, like with Mary, it was much more, I, I wouldn't know how to handle his love. Like, I'm not sure how to be there for him. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how to help him through what he's obviously struggling with, and that scares me. Um, and what he's capable of, what he's here for, who, what he represents, scares me. Yeah. Whereas Judas is much more... It's still what he represents and what he is and what he's here to do scares me, but more in a...
1: I don't, I don't know how to love him for like what he, full, he doesn't know how to fully accept what he has, yes. is and has become and what, yeah, no, what he is. Yeah. For this. It was, he had a different idea of who he was or who he thought he should be. Obviously that's not it. It was definitely greater than what he thought yeah. before. And he but doesn't know how to be okay with
0: that. Yeah. And I think with Mary, it's I know who he is. I see who he is. I'm just not sure if I'm equipped to handle that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Judas is more, he's not who I thought he was, mm-hmm. and I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, and then the scaffolding illuminates um, while he's like singing, like really pouring his heart out. Mm-hmm. He like takes some of the scarves, ties them together, just kind of climbing up the rafters, leaves, and then you see a ladder fall, <laughs> symbolizing him killing himself
0: yeah also uh near the beginning of the song, I think uh so it's just like, oh, you'll be remembered forever for this, indeed <laughs> yeah. Ba, 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 ba. yeah, um so yeah, so he did,
1: and um, not by the fantastic lady gaga song, Judas yes, and then the chorus sings um so long, Judas, <laughs> so That's long what they were singing that so long, and
0: thanks for all the fish. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then, so then that scene fades out.
1: And then we see Jesus bloodied, been beaten, stoned. And we get to, um, trial before a pilot.
0: Including the 39 latches. Which I did not like. no. This is my least favorite scene. But it's like, I
1: mean, I like understand.
0: It's necessary, but it's... I didn't enjoy watching it.
1: Good. I'm yeah. glad.
0: <laughs> Good for us. Yeah. Um... Yeah, which I think is also interesting because, like, as they're as they're acting out like the lashes and stuff like that, they're um, the Jesus wall at the end that they like spray painted Jesus on earlier in the movie where they were like worshiping and like reveling and stuff like that. They are like throwing paint over to like disguise the Jesus and stuff like that. Um, And I think I mean obviously it's the same people because it's a single ensemble cast or a single ensemble, but I. I I think their it's so like their their costuming has changed slightly mm-hmm. throughout the course of the play and I think it's in this scene it's sort of meant to be shown that it's truly the same people.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah. the clothing are changing to be changed to be more conforming with like the other like antagonists, the other people, the non-followers. Yeah. Because before they were like, you know, punk and rock and roll. Yeah. But now they're they're, the background, they're background characters. Yes.
0: And like you honestly barely even notice them.
1: Yeah. Um, and so they're like they're like you have to crucify him. Um, you have to like do this for like do this to him and Pilate's just like please tell me like anything yeah. So like like his dream before. And the music for this is playfully demented.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah it's it's Pilate's saying like hey um i understand that you want him crucified but like why because like, he's like one you used to love him yeah two uh he has not done literally anything wrong. Like, give yeah. me a single crime and yeah. he's just like okay like maybe some lashes like we can do that and they're just like no crucify him and he's like but why yeah like what's and, and what's the reason <laughs> what's the reason
1: um he's like yeah he's just misguided he's not evil we could just flog him
0: yeah Like, why does he need to die? I don't understand. Um,
1: but then we're getting into the pressures to uh Pontius. Um, is like, hey, all these higher up people above you with control of your life, this is what they want, this is what they're saying they want, this is what you have to do. So he's pleading to Jesus, um, in this musical. We're like, hey, just I'm trying to help you, just like say, tell me anything, yeah, say like you lied or anything like that, so yeah. we you don't have to die for this,
0: yeah. And I, and I think, I think that's that's a key point is that this entire time, while Jesus has been saying, like, hey, I never called myself the king of the Jews, he's also never denied it, and um, like actively, you know, and mm-hmm. I th- and like here we see Pilate saying, like, hey, just say, like, nah, I'm not, that's not true. I'm not the Messiah. Like, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And then we get to the 39 Latches.
0: And you can also see, like, especially towards the end, that he's...
1: I do like the guitar
0: melody in the background. Yeah. Um, It's really intense. But you you also do see, especially towards the end, um, that Pilot is visibly uncomfortable by what's happening.
1: Yeah. And you can tell by his counting. Like, he gets shakier and shakier. Uh Uh-huh. When he gets to thirty-nine. Um, is there a reason for thirty-nine, Raven?
0: In I believe this context. I believe there is. Like I feel like when I was younger I remember learning something about like why it was thirty-nine or something around it, but I don't know like if there is or what the reason is.
1: Corinthians eleven twenty-four, St. Paul speaks of receiving forty lashes, less one think a person thirty nine times was the standard practice in the
0: time. Oh, I feel like Moses' law that.
1: refers to flogging. The law itself means forty lashes less one or thirty nine lashes. This term was meant to be a biblical one in that forty lashes are what was determined enough to kill a man according to the Old Testament, and thus thirty-nine lashes was the most you give a man without declaring a penalty of death. This was also the number of lashes Christ received from Pilate, and thus it would have been unchristian to flog someone more than that. I Um, remember learning that now. In actuality, 39 lashes was more than enough to cause a man to pass out and easily enough to kill. Quite often, a captain and crew would meet fewer uh, lashes, depending on the particular infraction. Moses' law was usually deemed just for only the most serious crimes that did not carry a death sentence.
0: I remember learning that now.
1: I read that on a website called funtrivia.com.
0: Oh, fun indeed.
1: Christ. Um... (laughs) Did it. Said it. We can go home. Um,
0: Yeah. So. Then. We get into what I think is. The most. Interesting. Scene. Of. The production. And that is the song. Superstar. Which is. An R&B concert. Oh. With. Judas. As. Usher. With.
1: Like, on the spectrum of, because I know there's, like, so much overlap and inform one another these genres of music, but R&B and gospel. um,
0: (coughs) Yes, because um, black people love both of those. Yeah, no, I... Yeah.
1: um, Um. But also just, like, the style of music. It's, like, on, like, a sliding scale. I'm agreeing with you 100%. Yeah, Um, yeah, Definitely in the middle of that.
0: Yes, it's very much on the edge. But like honestly, the only thing I would say that's kind of stopping it from being like more gospel is how flashy it is. That's making it a little more like standard army. But also like sometimes the gospel. Is too yeah,
1: flashy. I, I mean, I would say yeah. There's.
0: I think certain artists though. Yeah, and certain artists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is a full on stage performance. Like it feels like we left the play yeah. I mean, it, was, it was production like it was live in concert but like it feels like there was a play going on we have left that teleported to a concert and then we go back yeah and, and, and interestingly I think it's I think it still fits though and oh, that's yeah, uh, that's the thing that feels weird about it is that uh, you do you are... know why
1: I think it still fits why because the melody in the song superstar has been playing throughout everything
0: yes yes
1: when and throughout everything in the in the sense that when people are thinking about Jesus it's like kind of like you know it's like oh Jesus but it's when Judas like fully i guess like accept like he's still like confused he was like what's going on with all this i just yeah. want to hear you say like i just no judgment i just want the information yeah but he like fully like through death he fully came to terms with mm-hmm. you know what the situation was so he's fully embracing that ideal ideology yeah in a sense and that's why I think this is like so explosive and it was like here and there like superstar
0: yeah superstar but
1: here it's just like you know what
0: and that's the thing I think is so interesting about the production of this because hearing that melody over and over throughout the production I remember thinking about halfway through I remember thinking like is that a reprise of something? Like, I was like, I was like, is there a song that I missed that I forgot at the beginning of it? This
1: song was bubbling throughout all of it. And it yes. finally boiled over.
0: Yes. And I think it, was it, simmering. it truly... Yeah, and again, I think that's why when it gets to that scene, it doesn't feel out of place. Like, you you are actively aware this is visually aesthetic. Like, everything is about this is different Great. in terms of presentation except the music and it it makes it fit into the story no yeah. yeah in a way that feels seamless even though you know it's not but it is yeah yeah Ugh, so well done oh mm-hmm.
1: my gosh and so like this song it's um yeah every time i look at you i don't understand every why you let the things you did get so out of hand you'd have but if you had a plan you choose such a backward time in such a strange land um if you've come today you could have reached a whole nation Israel 4BC had no mass communication don't you get me wrong um I only want to know who are you what did you sacrifice do you think you're what they say you are yeah it's like now that he's like gotten past his own internal conflict and emotions and what he thinks of Jesus he now is like what is open to the conversation be like oh wait no no what do you you think of your position in this situation. Yes. Because his was like, why was I put in this situation? Is now recognizing Jesus's.
0: Yeah. And, and honestly, a, a, lot of this, a lot of this time, like Jesus has kind of felt the same way of like, I know why I've been put in this situation, but I don't want to be. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: they've, they've gotten to the same playing field, I feel. Yes. And understanding. Yes. Because um, they both still don't know.
0: Agreed. Yeah, they, they, they they're still are both
1: lost it. and are yeah. just
0: kind of, it's, it's like they are both, they've accepted their fate, even though the choices they're making are actively bringing that fate to pass.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get to the song, The Crucifixion, and he's being crucified and he was mm-hmm. like, father, they do. <gasps> what? <laughs> <gasps> he's like, father, like, don't blame them. Um, they do not know um, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like the kind of like I guess when people are like coming to the realization of what's really what's going on, that's being emphasized by like the like the scattering piano music going yes. on. Um, it's very like frantic and it's like quickly everyone's realizing it's like, oh fuck,
0: oh shit, like he really dying though. yeah, yeah. Um, and we get, like, some close-ups of uh, some of the disciples, especially, like, Simon and Peter. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, the raw emotion on Simon's face. Ugh, I loved it.
1: Yeah. So good. And then, this is really cool visual.
0: Before we get to that. Okay. I love... So we... um they, They've been playing throughout the entire production because they're amazing, but the violinists and the quartet from the beginning... In this, I don't know if they if they had switched earlier, but at least like in this song, mm-hmm. they've switched from electric violence to acoustic violence, mm-hmm. which I think was a great choice, and it gives it such a different feel and sound to the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think even like that small artistic choice to change the type of instrument you're playing on greatly affects the tone of the of the yeah. scene. Yeah.
1: Um, and so then, um, what next? Uh, Jesus on the crucifix is kind of being his spirit is being accepted by his father mm-hmm. so this is illustrated and shown by the like giant art background
0: oh my god
1: opens up
0: into a giant cross
1: as in like in the absence of space is yes a is cross it, yeah um and then that light be bright and I was like how tall are those wires how right? like I was like where's the crane
0: what is happening? And I
1: was like, you like he literally disappears into the light. Yeah,
0: you see, you see the cross that he is on, like backing out through the space, and then it begins to like close until there's just like a thin cross still open, and then this just like bright. Oh my gosh, it's just so visibly executed so well, and I can only imagine like the amount of work and like money that they put into that.
1: Yeah. Super cool effect. Amazing. Mary's crying. The backdrop then closes, um, and then we get back into the overture, and we are at uh, the end, mm-hmm.
0: and we have the curtain call. The curtain call, uh, where we get to recognize all these wonderful actors.
1: Yeah, so it's like the ensemble first, and then it's um, like the apostles. Like Alice Cooper's there, uh, Sarah Bareilles is there, and then finally uh, the man, the myth, the John Legend. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm done with you. I know. <laughs> um, so before we get into the music, what you got for me, Raven?
0: Okay. So this uh, who done the deed? <laughs> so yeah. So this uh, this live and concert production was based off the original nineteen seventies rock opera, which was developed by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber, we've already, I've already talked about relatively in detail um on the cats episode which it makes me very sad that that was the one that i introduced him on i think it's so funny but uh yes we're gonna talk about tim rice a little bit so um tim rice is a lyricist um so he is very well known for collaborating with andrew lloyd webber a lot so typically andrew lloyd webber write a lot of the music and then tim rice will write the accompanying lyrics So, um, he's done like with Angela Weber, he's done Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Code. He's done Jesus Christ Superstar, obviously. He's done Evita. Um, he's also worked with, uh, members of ABBA. Um, he's also worked with Disney a lot. So he worked on Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. Um, and the thing I think is interesting, and I don't know if I, I guess maybe they were knighted together. But on the cats episode I mentioned how Andrew Lloyd Webber um, had been knighted as like a knight bachelor by Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. So is Tim Rice. And I think I don't, I don't know if they were if they was together. Um, but yeah, so I think that's really cool. He also um, wrote the lyrics for Wrote to El Dorado. Um, so yeah, he's he's a very talented um, very talented lyricist and author he has a star on the hollywood walk of fame um he's been inducted into the songwriters hall of fame um i said the hollywood walk of fame you did right yeah okay okay Where did uh, you oh he has a star on the hollywood walk of fame and he's also been inducted into the songwriters hall of fame um he's also been a recipient of like a disney legend like award um or like honor I'm not totally sure what that's called. Um, and he is one of just over a dozen people to have egot
1: Um, With John Legend. Yes. I didn't say that before. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, a lot of talent all around. And then this particular production... Um, was produced by Angela Weber and Tim Rice, as well as um, Mark Platt, Craig Zayden, and Neil Marin. Um So yeah, I I think this this particular I, again I haven't seen like the film version or any of the prior stage versions, but I think for especially for what it was, this concert version of Jesus Christ Superstar is. So good. And I think as an introduction to the story, at least for me, um, Same. was not disappointed in the slightest. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to have finally seen it in some capacity. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. So now, listeners, we will be playing what song, Campbell?
1: Oh, haven't you
0: heard? No, um, I haven't because you haven't told me. Yeah,
1: that was fun. Um, I will be playing piano. Raven will be playing violin for the song, I Don't Know How to Love Him.
0: Oh, thank God. I love that song. Yeah. Okay, be right back.
1: Or not. Thirds. We could just end it right here.
0: <laughs> nope. Wait.
1: Did you get messed up on the daughter dotted eighth note? Yes, sixth I did. Note? Yep. Yeah, I don't know why I asked. I knew that's where you messed up. Okay, okay. Let's
0: start let's over. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. okay. One, two, one, two, three, four.
1: It's a really good song, um, it is. and I just really like the syncopation of, of that.
0: How do you do vibrato on a breath-controlled instrument? With in your mouth. I know.
1: Like the, like the muscles in your mouth, you're just like, it's just like, how,
0: it's- That's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, but like, I- I don't know. I like my brain can't imagine how a human would do that. And yet they do.
1: I mean you also struggle to struggle is a very harsh word that I just used. You also um, had to think a lot about how brass instruments are played. So I get that. That's fair. I
0: thought you were gonna say I uh, struggle to understand human emotion. I was like, you right.
1: I mean Yeah um but
0: okay. oh, we technically we're back on the air No,
1: <laughs> yeah. i thought this was yeah we're just we're just chatting we're just shooting the shit um so how would you rate jesus
0: <laughs> christ
1: fun. superstar
0: <laughs> fun fact uh well not fun fact uh, no no
1: you said fun fact you have to stick with it what's the fun fact
0: um have you ever heard of the game a can of peas no okay so it's this game involves drawing um, it's this game where basically you skate a sheet paper and you start with a can of peas. And every turn, like the next person has to draw anything that's like better than a can of peas. And they have to sometimes have to draw something better than that, something better than that, something better than that. Me and my sisters were playing one time and we got like 30 or 40 down the line. And my sister, Jasmine, uh, drew Jesus. And she was like, because nothing's better than Jesus. And then my sister thought for a second, and then drew a picture of a Roman. And we were just like, you're going to hell, but also hilarious. that's hilarious.
1: That's a big yikes right there. Yeah. Um, so um, how would you rate this musical?
0: I would rate this. So mentally, I want to rate it a 9 out of 10, but I can't think of a reason not to give it a 10.
1: i give it an 8. I enjoyed all parts of it. There wasn't anything I disliked, but the parts I liked, I don't think I liked as much as like other musicals. Uh, Raven. Where are we? In my room. Correct. Good night, everyone.
0: <laughs> That's it. No. Um, you can find us. Or. On... Well, not physically. I hope. Maybe. I uh, don't know that. Most of the.
1: Really, just our friends and family listen to this. They can find us.
0: Uh. <laughs> um, you can find us anywhere podcasts are found. So, like, Google Podcasts itunes spotify stitcher um uh the second one's like Podfix or something like that um even some of the bootleg ones you can find us and we hope you do and we hope you listen and we hope you enjoy it
1: and hope you rate us because the like higher rating we have on those and like likes and downloads and things it's makes it easier for people uh, other people to find us
0: yes Um, And also, yeah, if, like, if you have an Instagram, follow us on Instagram at Boozicals. Every time we upload an episode, and a lot of times when we're recording, too, Campbell posts really fun pictures um, and posts, like, pictures of our drinks and stuff like that. Um, So that can be, like, really fun. So, yeah.
1: And we say, like, email us if you have any musical suggestions. Also email us if you have any drink suggestions.
0: Oh, yes, for sure.
1: Because, like, I mean, we got the stuff.
0: We have the technology. I don't know why I love saying that so much, but I do.
1: So funny. We were talking about Pose while recording. Catherine just texted me from our Rent episode. I keep meaning to tell you, but kept forgetting, and I finished Pose recently on Netflix. And, oh, wow, what an amazing show. What an emotional journey. Oh, my gosh. With that, I think the conclusion of this episode is I'm right. Good night. (laughs) Okay.